2: An Erios original
1: Hello everybody and welcome hello Hello. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Bachelor in Paradise with your host, me, Lydia Greengrass de Alvaladejo. Today is another wonderful, rousing episode where we talk about this week's Bachelor in Paradise, where lovers meet on an island and discover true love. And if it's meant to be um, now, last week was quite an uh, episode for not only The Bachelor in Paradise show, but also in the search for my good friend Karen Mitchell. And for those of you who haven't heard last week's episode, I did finally get in contact with Karen. Uh, she I did receive a text. I did receive a text from Karen and it was the ominous question mark. And since then, I have not had any more contact with her. And I have been on and off in contact with her daughter, Shauna, who was not too pleased that I had been in contact or tried to, in her words, insert myself into the situation. But. Since then, I thought it was best to hire somebody because, look, you know, Karen is someone that doesn't, you know, go missing. You know, she's someone that likes to be in on the joke. You know, she likes to be in on the news and the gossip. And so... It's been a little over a month now, and my brain is scrambling. And so, you know, I thought I'd contact someone that might be able to shed some light onto the situation. And I know her daughter, Shauna, might not be too pleased. But I think, you know, I'm just going to say, going into it, that it's something that I need to do for myself and for Karen. And that is to bring on a a private investigator. Uh, who is, you know, the best in the biz. And that is Detective Marshall Penny. And he's here with us today to not only talk about, you know, um, Karen, but to discuss this week's episode of of Bachelor in, in Paradise. Um, um, Detective, are you there?
2: It, yes. Is this being recorded?
1: Yes, it is. We are recorded now. Um, so do I have your permission to record, sir?
2: Oh yes, no problem.
1: So Detective Marshall, uh you, you know, you've been practicing oh, I'm seeing some squirrels play in the trees. Isn't that nice? Um you have been practicing for over twenty years and you have seen some some things I'm sure that many of us, you know, regular people, you know, humans in the world don't see.
2: Well, to put it uh, for your audiences in terms of something they might be able to relate to, uh, I have seen some things that will make your vagina dance.
1: Oh, because oh, because in the show, that's what uh, Tia says. She Tia's says... Uh, yeah,
2: quivering. I've seen things that would make a vagina quiver, Lydia. And I'm not just talking about your missing friend.
1: Well, this is a great. I love how you just brought up Tia's line because in the show Tia goes on a date with this this young gentleman who comes in, you know, kind of ninth inning, and his name is um Well, I'm not sure what his name is. I it's probably, you know, I think it's If you could
2: provide a courtroom sketch, that would be sufficient. <laughs>
1: very good but he's you know she she's she really likes him and she says a line you know she says something along the lines of yes to make you know to go something you know to make my like you said to make it quiver or to make it dance dance
0: i'm so happy to be here i feel like i've known blake for a long time this is exciting It's exciting. Like there was a spark there. Like sometimes it's just
2: there.
0: Oh my God. Mm. When I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. And if it doesn't make your vagina dance, it's not worth it. Nice when you kiss someone and there's a lot going on down there that I don't really know how to explain. It's wild. I'm feeling my vagina dance. There's a little, a little dancey happening. (laughs) See? They they felt it too. They knew. (laughs) I'm ovulating right now. And if there was any way we can get pregnant without the traditional method, I would be pregnant right now. Make out pregnant. Done.
1: So... So, a detective, you know, you go out and um about Hello. Yeah, I'm here. You go out and about and what have you seen? You know, what who do, who do you you know, do you do you find, you know, lovers and quarrels or anything like that, you know, what is, what is your go-to, what, what is, what is your practice?
2: Yeah. Mostly I am hired to, uh, check in on cheating spouses. (gasps) Mm. I've seen a lot of, um, bruised egos and shattered
1: faces. (gasps) Ooh, I love that. Bruised egos and shattered faces. Shattered faces. Shattered, yes.
2: And, um, you know, in terms of Bachelor in Paradise, I have seen that most people are the villains of their own story.
1: (gasps) So, okay. So this is another thing that gets brought up in the episode is Demi says that, you know, because Brendan and, um, you know, Piper are villains because, you know, they had a relationship before they came to, to Paradise. And Demi says what you just said, which is some people are villains in their own story.
2: Most people are.
1: And so you see that. I mean, this is so interesting that that you that, that you see this in real life that what we're seeing on bachelor in paradise. And, and, and do you see these couples and do you think to yourself, Oh, these are people that may be clients in the future. We
2: hope of course, you know, every uh, quarreling couple is a prospective client, but I do have to be straightforward with you, Lydia, and say that most of my cases have actually been simulations on Sims, which I have found to be very useful and also, by the way, Lydia, when you say you hired me, I do uh, have to be upfront with your audience and say that I have yet to receive your first payment.
1: Well, then that is something we can talk about off air because that is something, yes, of course. But, you know, we are still in the the phase of kind of, you know, figuring out how you are to help in this situation and how, to you know, because I don't know, you know, I've never dealt with with this before and, you know, you know, we just started talking about a week ago, but. Well, you're not much of a pal if you don't use PayPal. Ah, uh, well, yeah. And I hear that is the, the easiest method um between that and Ven Venmo. Do you use Venmo?
2: You have all of my contacts for my uh, bank transfers. We can go over them on or off the air, whichever you well, prefer. Do-
1: We'll do off the air. We'll do off the air. So, you know, just, you know, I want to kind of make this very, I want to make it, I'd, I'd I'd like the listeners to kind of get an inside look of what this process is. So, you know, maybe I can just fill you in a little bit about, you know, what's going on you know, with Karen. And 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 that would be a good way to get, you know, the audience kind of on board on this journey because I do feel like, you know, hearts and minds are all wanting, f- you know, to be for, for Karen to come home. And I think this is a good way to do that. And uh, where is home? Rancho. Ran- well, for me, it's Rancho, but for, for Karen, it's Hermosa. It's Hermosa. Right. And that's something that she's not keen about that she's not, you know, because Rancho is her home, you know, but she's had to, she had to go to Hermosa for, for unforeseen, you know, circumstances, but, you know.
2: You know, I couldn't help but think of Karen uh, while watching Bachelor in Paradise because there's this almost primal, you feel bad for the people who are sent home because there's this primal fear of what home is for them and they do not want to go there. And I am You're thinking, right. what is she running from? Why has that not been addressed? And what are well, these the questions running from on Bachelor? What, what is happening at home?
1: That's such a good question because you do see these people when they get in, you know, when they get in the SUVs and the cars to go back to their, you know, home after they've been kicked off the island, you know, none of them look happy, you know, they all, you know, because the vacation's over, you know, at the end of the day, the vacation's over. And but if some Karen vacations,
2: is, you're ready for them to end.
1: Well, of course, of course. And you'd think, you know, because they are there for month, you know, it seems, you know, they're there for over a month. And you'd think, well, you know, at a certain point, the sand becomes, you know, the sand becomes, you know, the asphalt. You know what I mean? You know, sand starts of to right. look just like the streets of, you know, everyday life.
2: Concrete jungle is what we're made of. New York. New York.
1: Mmm. I love that. So y- you've got, you make such a good point. I love this. You've you're talking about home. Where is home? And we do see in this episode that Brendan and Piper are sent packing home. And this is so interesting because last week
2: they packed Chris their own bags
1: they packed their own bags and they got going and they, because they made up because Brendan realized he was stuck between a rock and a hard place.
2: Yeah. Is he the one who had two side hose? Mm. Is that how they say on the show?
1: I think he's, he's, he was with Natasha and Natasha, They said, you know, you shouldn't have had a girlfriend before you came.
2: Oh, yes. And they were. uh, He had pinned her. To put it in by by birdie terms, I remember. Yes.
1: Oh, explain that.
2: Uh, He gave her his varsity pin and she wore it on her cheerleading lapel.
1: Yes. And uh,
2: she was his forever.
1: Yes. And that's what he did. And but he didn't mean it, detective. He didn't mean it at all. And he said because he had someone else that he knew was coming to the island. And when they came to the island, he said, well, I'll see you later because I've already got I've already, you know, my girl, my girlfriend came. Basically, He had two two pins. He had two pins, yeah. And he gave one and then he gave the, and then he, well, I would say he had one pin and he took, he gave it to one girl and then he took it off and he said, you know, excuse me, but this isn't quite what I said I thought it was and I'm going to give it to my girlfriend.
2: And when he took it off, it wasn't gentle. He ripped her lapel.
1: Exactly. You know, he ripped her dress, you know. Now, do you think that some of the
2: contestants would be a little uh, more open to leaving in that SUV if one out of every six SUVs was uh, given to the contestant leaving? They could turn it into a commercial for uh, the latest Land Rover.
1: I love that idea because then everyone, you know, then everyone's a winner. I think I really like that idea quite a Mm. bit. One out of every six. One out of every six, yeah, because then I'd love that. Brendan and
0: Piper, like, they have really f***ed up the vibe of the beach right now. If you have any dignity left, you should just walk out the door. Hey guys. Hi. This environment, I guess, isn't uh, isn't where we want to be at this particular moment. I think you all know and I am well aware of um, this is the girl I want to be with. And I feel comfortable in saying that. So I appreciate all you guys, um, but I'm going to leave with her. And, you know, we're going to do that on our own terms. And uh, so take care, guys. Right. Take care.
2: Goodbye.
0: Keep going. Go up the stairs. Go to the airport. No one wants you here anymore. They are not America's sweetheart couple. They are the villains of their own story. Actually, that's exactly, that's
2: exactly
1: what you should have did. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring
0: our prices down.
1: I just, you know, I'm, I'm torn, you know, detective, because I know her daughter, Shauna, doesn't want me getting involved in this. And it's not your fight. That's what she says. That's what she says. And, and, you know, as a detective, as someone who's been working at this for 20 years or so, you know, you've seen people that maybe haven't Come, you know, you know, have been told, you know, don't go to the detective. You know, it's not your place to go to the detective. And then, you know, you find a a body in the lake, you know,
2: 99 percent of the time. I agree with them. Don't get involved. Leave me out of it.
1: Really? Really? I just want to know. I just you know, I got I got the message from her last week, which was a question mark, which was a big hunkin. question question mark that really set set me over the edge and I was talking to my husband Alessandro and I said look I don't know what to do with this you know I'm you know at a loss here because here I am you know it seems like someone sent me a big you know someone sent me a you know knocked me over, cocked me on the head you know with a big board and said hey look over here you know here's a clue and I don't know how to put the clues together
2: you know, and I was very grateful for you to send me a screen grab of that question mark. Um, Thank you. So I, I thought yeah.
1: because I thought it would be helpful because it's a clue, you know, it's and, a clue yeah. in the mystery. and, um,
2: you know, you didn't need to send the sketch of
1: it. But um, so I do appreciate the screen grab. I mean, you make a good point. You make a good point that this isn't, you know, this, which one was better? Well, that it's not my fight, you know, that maybe this isn't my fight that, you know, I you know, you as a I, you know, I think you have a very strong moral compass you know as a detective it's called
2: an empty bank account if you want to make it your fight make the payment
1: so getting back to to paradise you know uh, was this your first time watching the show because i had you watch i said you know you better you know i'll have you on the show but i need you know to talk about i got it you know i also have a show to do as well as talk about karen did you um you know, had you seen the show before? Never.
2: And of course, yeah, and- I fell in love with uh, Wells, the bartender.
1: <gasps> Isn't he so fun? I mean, he's yeah. so personable. He's so. Is so he personable. allowed to
2: sleep with the contestants?
1: No, and you know he's married. I believe he's married to the girl who uh, was on Modern Family.
2: Oh, um, the littlest daughter. What was her no? Name?
1: The oldest. The eldest. Very beautiful, gorgeous, you know, brown hair, you know, like a, you know, a gorgeous girl, and they're married. They're they're happily married. Well, what is is she in paradise when he's in paradise? Well, I don't know. That's you know, I'm always thinking that when I'm watching the show, I'm always thinking, you know, where does you know the crew or you know Wells, the bartender, you know, lay his head at night? You know, does he sleep? You know, in you know, is this a grand hotel or does he have a little apartment somewhere? You know.
2: Well, you know, um, as they say, the real problem in paradise is that there is no rule book.
1: Uh, That's another, I love how you're bringing these quotes up so this is something that that brendan says when when the when the rest of the paradise couples come up and they say look we don't like how you treated natasha and he says you know there is no rule book in paradise or maybe piper says it, i can't remember but do you find that to be true Well, after watching it for a couple, you know, weeks as I have, because I hadn't seen it either until, you know, a couple weeks ago. But it does seem like, you know, there aren't rules, you know, there's gates, you know, there's you know, there's a perimeter, you know, and let's 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 not like that. An electric fence. Yes, there is some sort of fence or perimeter that, you know, keeps keeps things in line. And, you know, you've got room to roam. But gosh, you know, some of these contestants seem to want to act like there's no fence, you know, and that doesn't do anyone any good.
2: No, but I thought they made a rule about no more drinking in paradise.
1: Well, maybe like
2: two seasons ago, didn't a girl slip unconscious or something?
1: Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. I mean, no water.
2: Uh, No, no alcohol.
1: (laughs) Oh, but then you want to have a show, I guess, you know, because it does seem, you know, they're in they're on vacation, you know, in a, you know, a cocktail. But, you know, those could just be, you know, you know, ginger ales and iced teas, you know. Now, let me ask you this. You know, as a detective, do you see, you know, have you seen horrific things that you don't, you know, that you can't forget? You know,
2: I've seen things that age me 10 years. You're kidding. Yes, of course. Sometimes 15.
1: You're kidding.
2: Oh, of course. I look like shit.
1: It's a dangerous job. It's a dangerous job because you don't know because you probably work in, you know, the cloak of night, you know, shrouded in the darkness of night, you know, and a lot of the time. It's a different way of going about the world as someone who can who can look in the back alleys, you know, who can say what's you know, what's this and, you know, investigate. I'm so lonely. Oh, no. i'm so lonely what happened who did you lose what did you have and you know i'm also a life coach i'm also you know a team building expert and a life coach and you know i would love you know to help you all right what's
2: your what's what's your paypal i see how this works
1: no i'm not saying it like that i'm just saying you know I can be an ear. I can, you know, you're on the show right now. Let's get to the bottom of it. What, you know, what makes Detective Marshall Penny tick?
2: One ear or are you going to give me both? Both. You know, I just never really got my life off the ground. Mm. I'm kind of hovering like six feet, six inches above ground, like a hovercraft.
1: Yes, I understand that. And I'm I'm out of fuel. I understand that, too.
2: But it's sad when the crash landing isn't much lower than where you already are.
1: I understand that. And, you know, I'm sure you put yourself into your work thinking, you know, maybe this case will get me where I need to go. Maybe this case will get me, you know, my hovercraft will jet jet into the sky, you know. But you always, you know, I think your thinking that your next case is going to get you where you need to go when really you need to start looking inside yourself. So the episode, the episode, you know, ends uh, with, I'm trying to remember how it does end. How does it end? They, you know, there's, okay, so, you know, um, From what I can recall, another missing person
2: is Titus Burgess. Where does he go in the episode? They did not seem happy to see him. He didn't even say goodbye.
1: He didn't even say goodbye. So the host, they're doing guest hosts, and he was this Titus Burgess was there, and he had such a good energy. And all of a sudden, he's gone, and then little John shows up.
2: Was was that Titus's first episode?
1: I believe I, you know, I think no one seemed happy to see him. Well, I think, you know, they come in and out so quick, you know, they had David Slade, and then they had him. And so they have new people coming in all the time. And so I think it's hard for them to stay connected to anybody.
2: Yeah, and this week, Lil John comes in.
1: And also, oh, I forgot the biggest moment was that Serena tells Joe that she's falling in love with him and he says he's falling in love with her too.
2: And then she goes, really? And then they yes. start Yeah. out. Yes.
1: It was so sweet. I just thought it was this beautiful little beach picnic they had. I thought it was so sweet.
0: I think yeah. I like you more than you like me. Oh uh, You think so? Yeah. I can see it. But I don't know. I mean... I've been doing nice things for you pretty much every night. I I haven't even got, like, like an order of bacon. (laughs) You're dumb. I'll order you some bacon in the morning. How about that? Okay. Yeah? like this color on you. Yeah? thank Thank you. What are you thinking? I want to tell
1: you something. I just don't
0: know how you're going to respond.
2: Okay, go ahead. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Should I just shoot my shot here? Go ahead. I'm falling in love with you. I think I'm falling in love with you, too. Really? No way! Oh, my God! (laughs) Telling Joe I'm falling in love with him is honestly probably the scariest thing I've done in a while i wanted to do it because i wanted to take that step in our relationship and i wanted him to know where i was at and it was obviously the right decision because he said it back i'm like giddy (laughs) i was like i can't believe it oh my gosh it was a risk for sure on my end, but high risk high reward i guess
2: now do you, would that make you feel good as a lover for someone to say I think I'm falling in love with you or would you rather them take the next step and say well, I am falling in love with you? I and then the last step is I am in love with you. I do. Put what a you're little saying. caveat in it.
1: I think it's self I think it's just something to protect. I think that's her armor. I think that's her armor, and that's okay. And we all have our armor, detective. We all have our armor. Uh, Could I have a pic of yours? A pic of my armor? Yeah. Oh, a picture. (laughs) Well, I'm not wearing it today. So, Detective, I, you know, the payment will come. I want to thank you so much for, for being on the show. I just, you know, after speaking with you about, you know, if I should... Should you know be following down this path of hiring you and trying to find Karen and you saying, you know, that maybe it isn't my fight? Um, you know, I think that's very noble of you. You know, if you know, in your humble opinion, without really being able to know where Karen is at this point, do you think she's safe?
2: I think she's safe. Um, I do want you to examine though, uh, for your own benefit. Similar to the people in The Bachelor, why is it that she is so terrified of going home?
1: Yes. Please
2: put yourself in her beautiful shoes and ask yourself, pretend your shoes are hers, and figure out, I implore you, why Karen doesn't
1: want to come home. It's such a good question. And this is a question I'm sure you ask yourself or you ask people who are trying to find people you know that you help why you know why are they not here or why do i have to follow them you know i think karen's a little a little more you know she's more of a little bit of a you know a firecracker and i think yes i think that she can get herself out of any sticky situation you know but i just want to make sure that that sticky situation you know that she's got you know that i just want to make sure that she's got you know she's able to get out of the sticky situation you know
2: well i honestly think that in the rose ceremony of karen's life she has decided not to give any of our closest friends and family a rose
1: yes and that is what she's doing isn't she and she's in a way she she yeah she she's missed the rose ceremony she is missing the rose ceremony and i just want to say to her karen if you're listening you know we would love to get a rose from you we would.
2: I'm, I just don't want you to get in over your head and get a, face, a fistful of thorns. Mm,
1: that's true. Well, Detective, uh, you know, thank you. This has been very helpful in you, you know, really talking to me and discussing with me what this means to kind of put myself into hire to, you know, potentially hire you to find. To find my friend Karen, and you know we will be in contact, and I will be emailing you. If people want to find Detective Marshall Penny, you can find him on the internet. That's where I found him. And you are a handsome man, and you are doing the Lord's work. and And hopefully, you know we can I can contact you, and and we can try and try and find Karen. PayPal and Venmo are best. Great. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Bachelor in Paradise. And until next week, goodbye.
0: ERIOs.
1: He Powered by ACAS.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?